Okay, welcome to episode 75 of the Never Iron Anything Comics Review Podcast. This week we've got something slightly different different for you. Yes, folks, it's another Tribute Press Roundtable. We're going to be talking about Patreons, Kickstarters, art, writing, and we may have a little surprise for you as well. My name's Tony Esmond, and I'm joined by my co-publishing, co-publisher at Tribute Press, Mr. Adam Falp. Hello, Mr. Falp. Good evening, Mr. Esmond. Good. We're very formal in the office. Um, and a new addition to the Tribute Press stable of creators, making his dynamic arrival, Mr. Daryl Thorpe. How you doing, babes? Bonjour. <laughs> so, in the room we have Forpy and Falpy, which we'll get wrong. Yeah. Just so yeah. we're clear. We're like the new PJ and Duncan. <laughs> oh, my God. But even but cooler. <laughs> yeah. If that's possible. That's I don't know if that's possible. possible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but more annoying. Good. Yes, definitely. Thank you for coming along, guys. It's going to be a good one. I think um, we're going to we're going to talk about our plans, but we're going to also talk and talk about them in a way that we have learnt from our mistakes, or we're learning as we go along. Hopefully, mm-hmm. people will listen to that and get something out of it. I know our last one was one of the more popular episodes, believe it or not. If you can believe that, uh, Adam. But there you go. Oh, I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Which one was that? Um, was that the one where you guys are talking about problems in the small press? Or is that the one where you talk right. about? Yeah, that was good. I enjoyed yeah, that. Right. Thank you very much. Good. Right. I like to hear people's fadings. It makes my <laughs> life feel better. <laughs> Let's go back to the beginning very briefly and talk about a conversation that Adam and I had about um, distribution. Do you remember this, Adam? You, you, we, we had a we had a sort of on-off conversation for quite a few months where we talked about how, what's the best way to get comics in people's hands? How do we do it? And it was kind of built into your initial idea for the Bronze Age homage that we were going to start with, wasn't it? Do you remember? Uh, sort of. So I remember, I mean, we probably spoke about this before. So it was all about um, making a sort of line of Bronze Age themed comics, but one of the, one of like the pieces of the puzzle, if yeah. you like, was that they would be sent out monthly. Yeah. That was what I, that's what I was really into. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah, but there was there was various problems with that, Speed which bumps. I guess will yeah 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 will cut mainly. I think just um, just people's sort of perception. I think I think if you if you go to the comic shop and see like a a Donny Cates book out every month, it's fine. You pick it up, but I feel like in the small press because you're expected to only do a book or two a year. If yeah. you ended up doing twelve a year, it would just have such. I feel like it'd have such negative effect. It's almost like you're you're limited by not being a professional. You're limited <laughs> in how much you can put out because you're like sort of saturate the market. That isn't it. That's an interesting point. Almost to to the to the way that I've heard people in small press go. What he's got another one out. You know, it's like that. Exactly. Um, what, another yeah, another like, Kickstarter. Like, it's like that sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Donny Cates is another is like a great example. Like, but I can only assume. I mean, thinking about it now, I can only guess that maybe, maybe it's because the 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 act of going into a comic shop and picking up another Donny Cates book is just quite it's quite easy and there's not much to it. You just go and you pick it up off the shelf. But maybe for our books, you've got to you've got to physically go on Kickstarter and pick your reward. Yeah, that's and true. I think that's and. Or you've got to physically go to our website and pay for postage. I don't know. Maybe yeah, we weren't on a pool list, all... sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And because you're not on that pool list, I feel like there's maybe there's too many. There's like one too many steps in that. Yeah, I think you're right, and I think the pool list is relevant to the conversation we're having, which kind of intersect intersected with Daryl's ideas as well. So if you fast forward, I'm going to say about a year. Um, where from the original conversations we had with it, you and I spoke about the. I think you you brought it up and spoke about the Patreon idea, didn't you? I think you, we sort of floated uh, yeah, it as an it idea. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was longer than a year. I'm going to say it, maybe it was like summer of 2019. I think. Okay. Yeah. And I sent you a I sent you a big sort of long, like almost like a thesis <laughs> where I described like, like how Jerry Maguire. 
paper. Yeah, and yeah how we yeah. were going to do it. And, um, yeah, we didn't do it in the end for, for a lot of the reasons we just said. Um, but we came, but we yeah. talked about it again recently, didn't we? So a few months ago, we talked about it again. Do you remember? I think it might have been well, after we had um, that lady who runs a Kickstarter on the ACP. Do you remember? Yeah, that's right. The, yeah. uh, the one that's the Hauntings book. That's it. Yeah, Elise Richards. Yeah. 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 And um, it was sort of coincidental because I um, am doing the series with Adam and I'm doing a book with you, Daryl. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you both talked to me about, well, what about Patreon? That sounds like a good idea. Mm. Um, and I think you, you came in second, Daryl, and said, oh, what about Patreon? And I'd already had the conversation with Adam and... I rang Adam back and said, oh, you never guess what um, Daryl's come up with. He's come up with the Patreon idea, which we've talked about. What do you think? And we had a conversation about it. And, um, yeah, sort of all, all coincided, intersected in that one moment of uh, glorious millionaireship that we will call back on it, won't we, one day, and realise that's how oh, we started man. becoming millionaires. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait for that day. What, uh, what inspired your sort of thought of it uh, for Because I know, I know for me, personally, that there's there's been two things i mean first of all there's the there's the excitement of people of a book turning up at people's door every month and then them reading it but they're also for me there's also a a real sense of achievement that comics uh stereotypically are monthly so for someone who isn't a a full-time comics professional to be able to do a monthly book i think there's such a great sense of achievement there if i was to be able to do it and it's something that's more palatable when you'd run it on a patreon than when you just do it as a kickstarter i think isn't there somehow yeah i think um for me it was like we've all kind of followed patrons and we've you know donated to them and stocked and all the rest of it and generally it's always been a single person in my view um and you know, you kind of get your fill of that artist and you're like, oh, they're not posting as much as I wanted them to. Or, you know, maybe you you haven't got the funds and you want to move it uh, somewhere else, you know? Yeah. So, and for me, it was seeing the, the, the potential that Tribute Press has in that there's all these amazing kind of underground creators and you can get, different content from different people but in kind of one place you're supporting that publisher a bit like how you know what it's like you'll have image or you'll have um dark horse or um various other kind of published fantagraphics as well that will suddenly have a string of books out that you just suddenly start eating up because whoever they've lined up you've just gone oh at the moment they're just putting out the best stuff yeah and I feel like, for me, um, the idea of the kind of patron and like kind of Adam's kind of touched on is a the kind of fact you're getting this monthly stuff going out, but there's so much work that goes on behind everything, and as a creator you love seeing what's going on behind it, but then equally like if you can see what's coming up and kind of dipping in, that's something quite fun as well. Okay, interesting. So I think we're putting the we're putting the cart before the horse here a bit, aren't we? I think so. Did um, so the th- we're gonna we tribute are gonna run a Patreon. It's gonna drop on um, Good Friday or Tribute Friday, as we're now calling it. <laughs> um, the we're leading off with George Mayhem, which is a comic that I'm I'm doing with Daryl, and that's gonna run for how many how many weeks did we work that out, guys? I can't remember. Well, it's sixty pages, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, it was like three months. Good. Yeah, so it's going to be... Uh, <laughs> a bit of on-air, bit of on-air maths there. Very good. I was impressed, yeah. The yeah. guys. <laughs> um, done by somebody other than me. Um, and it's going to be £1.49 a month. Now, that's not bad. You know, that's... No. That, and, with, um, and we will be printing at the end, and there'll be the option to buy it, I'm guessing, through the yeah. Patreon at a slightly reduced rate, I'm guessing. Um, and then we're going to follow that up with um, a slightly different dynamic where... Adam and I are doing a book that will actually come out physically every month. That's the plan. So we're going to switch up to that and we're going to sort of, you know, follow our dreams from, you know, Adam's dream from, you know, almost two years ago now to do that monthly book. That's kind of the idea. Um, 
Is that right, Adam? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think um, we can. You know, I guess we can. We can do what we want with it, really. Like yeah. the world's our oyster. Like you know, there's as long as as long as they give us that cash, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you know, we'll we'll do what, we'll do what we see fit. But yeah, but yeah, like. I think as we, well. I we think doing do we leading off with George because um, for the look behind the curtain, we've we've done George now. It's pretty much written and yeah. pretty much drawn, Back almost completely. Out. Yeah. So we we've got that in the bag. So we know. So people will know that we are reliable at that point. So they know yeah. they know that 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 will continue on into a printed version for the thing that I'm doing with um with them. Did you want to give just a little summary, a spoiler free summary? You know, a two line summary of what George is about, Daryl. Um. Yeah. Sure. Uh, George is a disgraced um, special forces, um, yeah, spe- special forces troop that is living in the sewers of London and has cannibal tendencies. Yeah, that's good. That's a good expertise, I think. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's um, it's it's one where you you came to me and said, "I've got an idea. Do you want to do you want to work on it with me?" Uh, yeah, it's amazing. Was, which was yeah. lovely uh, and very yeah. flattering. Um, so yeah. we got, so we got, we got going on that, and we, we, I didn't just write a script and send it to you. I wrote no. as I went along, which is kind of what I do with Adam as well now. Um, and we sort of tweaked it a little bit as we went along. So that's, uh, it's been really yeah. fun. Yeah. Do you want to hear why I chose you? Oh no. Okay. Ni- I say chose. I mean, in the oh, nicest. I'm excited about this. Is this now? some kind of sexy dream? I haven't heard this. Well, yeah. First, I need to find a method writer that will live this way in the sewers <laughs> of London. <Yeah. laughs> um, what happened was, uh, is that I basically I've obviously read everything that you guys have put out and you, stuff you've done with Prolix, etc. And I really noticed how when Adam started working with you on Atomic Hercules and products worked with you on Cockney Kung Fu, how they were doing things that they wouldn't normally do inside the comic and they were being pushed. And they were then, you could see that they're focusing on their art and therefore their art was really strong. And you could see this kind of shift in how they're thinking because they're getting a chance to really just focus on, you know, putting those pages together. And I think also what I noticed about your writing style is that you could look at someone and you could write for them, but still push them. If that makes sense. Very kind of you so, so, you so. Kind of, yeah. So you could kind of say, oh, I could see what you do really well at, and you could read Atomic Hercules and see that Adam was really enjoying drawing it. But equally, you'd kind of, you could tell that the way you'd written it kind of worked with his art. I think I think you've been. Um very nice said do but i think what i just basically did is I, I wrote stuff that i think we would have fun doing i think that's kind yeah. of the idea yeah which is yeah. i know that adam adam and i had uh, and continue to have, have a, a blast on what we're doing at the moment and yeah. you and i have had a an apps you know it's been really good writing writing and watching yeah, yeah. it every day so um for those that don't know um 4pn felpy are both machines so every yeah. day i get sent something new from them um oh, two pages <laughs> yeah yeah um so it's been pretty good good okay so that's the patreon it drops the uh, keep your eyes out at tribute press is the twitter we'll be uh, letting you know when it drops as i say it'll be 149 when you go on it there will be um a week's worth of comics to read straight away so you won't have to sign up for it and wait oh and there's nothing on it i've got to wait for something you'll have something straight away which will give you a taste of what's going on with it uh as as three of us and including some other people um uh, i think give it away but damien Edwardson's doing us a pin-up, so he's doing us something. Yeah. Um, there's a few people we've got. Um, we've got a lot of um, we've got a lot of Atomic Hercules fan art, haven't we? That p- people probably haven't seen Adam as well. I think, which will be interesting to put up at weekends. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've read the Atomic Herc for script as well, and it's amazing. Yeah. So okay. I'm I'm well looking forward to seeing yeah. how Adam draws this. Well, that's the next thing. That's what we're going to move on to next. So that's the the Patreon. Yeah. I'll remind you again at the end yeah. of the show. But so the next thing that we're working on is Adam and I um, are working on Atomic Hercules. It's loosely called Four, isn't it, Adam? But uh, we've sort of we've sort of got away from numbering really a bit, haven't we? Uh, a little bit only because uh, I think we just we're just sort of going with titles now as opposed only because we missed number three. It would be weird to go number four or then number three. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of the fourth project with him. Um, 
but we're probably we're, we're working on a name we haven't decided com- completely on it yet um we keep deciding on different things but yeah working on that uh did you want to give a little tease about what that's about mate you there uh, i'm not but can you hear me can you yeah, hear me? Go on, mate. yeah did you want to give it yeah you're back you're back now did you want to give a little tease what it's about uh, what is it about? Uh, ooh, uh, so, um, <laughs> um, basically, I th- Hercules uh, gets kidnapped by sort of Nazis of the future, I'm going to say. Sort of space Nazis, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and takes the blame for something he did. Uh, many many years ago, and he travels with these. He's kidnapped in a, a space fish. They get into a space fish, don't they? <laughs> and, <laughs> he then he then joins up with uh, the resistance. With another, yeah, yeah, and um, they they take on old Hitler. It's <laughs> gonna be amazing. <laughs> so There's uh, quite a sexy a sexy twist that will save. Um, yeah. But it's quite. Yeah, I just, I just think, because um, I, I live with, I live with like housemates, and I just inked a page that when I wasn't in the room, I actually had to flip round so it was like facing the drawer, <laughs> like the drawer. <drawing, laughs> just, <laughs> just in case, so I didn't want, you know, I didn't want no questions to be asked. To be honest. <laughs> oh no, you're even ashamed of them in your own house. <laughs> Well, I just, I just couldn't bother to explain why what was happening was happening and why I was drawing it and loving it as well. And why my cock was out while I was doing it. <laughs> Not another cock episode. Not another cock issue. That's what they'll say. You've got to trace around something, Adam, haven't you? Let's be honest. <laughs> Reference, boys, is what it was. Yeah. Now, this one is a bit different. So we're going magazine format with this one um that's the plan um we both we're both in love with black and white comics so it's going to be a black and white comic as well which is uh, we're really looking forward to and that so we said we talked to you about patrons and we've done that we've explained our motivations and perhaps you might do one but we're, we're going to run that one as a kickstarter again aren't we adam that's the plan uh yeah a, a return to kickstarter Fing, fingers crossed last time. <laughs> you know, disgraced duo tony and adam return <laughs> After being banned from Kickstarter, oh my god, we can't well, even write that, can we? Because it will draw attention to us again. Yeah, we've got a best, we've got a BA, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put a load of cats in the uh, in the promo yeah. images. Yeah, yeah, that's like, right, yeah. yeah just Hercules, Hercules going to the shops. Hercules goes to a steampunk zoo full of cats. Yeah, yeah that and he'll be right. he'll be wearing. Um, He'll be wearing like a mask in public and keeping two meters away from everyone. <laughs> if you put a label on it that says something along the lines of super cute heroism yeah. book, <laughs> yeah. you know? Suitable for work. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's con people into doing that. Let's see how many people we can get yeah. sacked by opening yeah. that comic in the office. Oh, oh, you know I'd love that, though. You know I'd love that. <laughs> just to, to run a fake Kickstarter and then send them just like a porn, a porn iconic. There's a similar story to this. So I was out, I went for a walk. Um, I was listening to 11 o'clock comics, and it's the one where we got the 11 o'clock um Adam, do you remember we got announced that uh, Hercules, a, famous, a famous episode? Yeah, the best episode. And. Um, I was quite excited, and I got back in, and I had, I had a Teams call with a, a lady I work at university, one of the um, the professors, and uh, she she said, "You're right." And I said, "Oh yeah, I'm actually sort of quite quite chuffed, you know. I've had quite quite a good day." And she says, "Oh, why have you had a good day?" And I said, "Well, we got this award from this." <laughs> and in my excitement, I sent her a copy of a digital copy of the comic because she really wanted to read it after hearing about my excitement because she's like this super nice lady. Oh fuck me! Yeah, and she's never mentioned it again. No. Jesus. Well, maybe it was I mean, the skull fucking on page eight that did it. <laughs> to be honest, when I got Atomic Hercules Ghost Commando, um, I had it in my bag and my missus was like, Oh, more books then have come in. I said, Oh yeah, 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 just a couple sort of thing. She had like root round, pulled the book the little book out. She's like, Oh, this is cute. It's quite small, isn't it? And I said, Oh Not yeah, I was like, oh, you don't want, you don't want to read that. So I was cute. like, You won't get it. You won't get it. <laughs> like it's not don't read it just don't read it and she was like I'll, I'll get it i was like you won't it'll 
it's <laughs> you won't and uh, she flicked through it and she put it down she went why <laughs> 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 but see now I want to know what she saw what particular thing she saw in it that... well I shred the whole thing so <laughs> maybe it was the dildo oh. knives yeah. oh, she kind of did That's it with she... a kind of cheeky grin on her face so it wasn't uh, like complete can we, disgust can we have that as a pull quote why Mrs. Why? Ford but it's Mrs. going Ford. on it's happening yeah. that's happening why why? Yeah. <laughs> I've met your good lady, and she previously had no sort of actual opinion of me because I only met her briefly. But now she obviously thinks no. I'm a deviant. So sorry. The funny that. thing is, when she read it, and she obviously had the comment, "Why?" Uh, I was like, "Oh, that's that. That's the guys I'm doing this new book with." <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, cool. <laughs> why? So, uh, why?" Mm. But she's yeah, really why? Yeah, she has liked seeing George. She's seen like pages since in all of it. Um. And she was quite amazed that we'd managed to do 60 pages without her realising that I'd been drawing a comic. So that was a bit of a testament oh, to good. myself. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Don't... Do, you know what, do you know what I want to talk about 4P? Okay. Mm. I, I'm, I'm a, I very much enjoyed, though, you know, as you may be able to tell, I'm not really into my into my kids' books, but I was a fan of Errol versus Evil. Yeah. yeah. And I want to know why... The, why the, tell us about the change in in direction for you as, as a creator oh why am i doing something violent and and uh more adults yeah why are you why are you why are you now drawing a book about a man eating other men <laughs> because um <laughs> someone i was doing i was on a chat with someone and they turned around and they said um oh you're really good at drawing i really like your books they're really cool your style's really cool i was like oh cool thanks they went, yeah, you definitely, that's what you do, isn't it? And I was like, what do you mean? And they're oh. like, well, you couldn't draw anything violent, could you? I was like, no, I could. Yeah, of course oh. I could. You know. So you went to the extreme and chose the two most deviant people you know. Well, yeah, I just <laughs> think you've got to push yourself, haven't you? And, <laughs> you know, I, I love action films and horror films, like everyone does. I swear like a fucking trooper. You know, there's nothing about me that I'd say is, you know, I'm not offended by anything it just doesn't doesn't bother me and i and i kind of stopped and thought you know there's yeah. no reason why i couldn't do something different and actually wouldn't it be more fun to see it's good how you've what... turned your back on sort of kids books and ya and all this sort of thing yeah. um which is it literally isn't worth anything is it into the much more lucrative area of you know cannibalistic small press yeah exactly I've, yeah <laughs> Ironic, yeah. <laughs> the weird thing is, is like I have got kids' books and things like that kind of lined up. Yeah. So it's a bit. I don't know. Well, if that, is that more sadistic? But the <laughs> yeah, the hidden, the hidden secret of this this yeah. creator. Yeah. I feel, I feel like it's almost worse. Yeah. C.S. Lewis had his moments. Let's face it. With the... True. So that's a nice little segue. So let's talk a little bit. So I received through the post your new book. Did you just want to tell us all about that, mate? Oh, Baron and the Cat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. So that's the second book out of the Freedom Realm. So um, Freedom, as most people obviously know, <laughs> is this huge universe thing that I'd created ages ago. Um, and it started with Errol. Um, and what I try to do is create, I've got different characters or different storylines going on in the same place. Um, but each person or character is a style of book. So Errol was kind of adventure and fighting, essentially. Uh, Baron is adventure, so I can do like an adventure book. And I've got a couple of other characters as well that are going to be, dip, that can dip into different areas of, of kind of comic style. Um, so yeah, Baron is this kind of uh, old guy, um, part of the spiritual nomads that um, has kind of lost his mojo and basically decides to climb one of the most dangerous peaks in the freedom realm which is uh one of the twisted peaks and uh he at the beginning of the book basically falls over this uh, mountain cat and for the whole book it become well not the whole book but for part of the book it becomes this kind of wily coyote roadrunner kind of right, story cool. where yeah. they just basically he hates the cat and the cat just wants to give him love and whatever he does, the cat just seems to fall on his feet, as cats do, and it just winds him up like nothing else. Um, 
so I did that. I think I finished that in 20 January 2020. Right. And then I was going to kickstart it, and then everything went a bit sour, didn't it? Yeah. So I thought, oh, fuck it, I'll hold off on that. So I've actually done a kid's book as well. So the second story of Barons, I think that's a 64-page book. I've already done and finished, so that's kind of ready to rock and roll. Um, but yeah, there's no more books left of, of that one, which is quite okay, cool. Yeah, I got that through the other day. Now, talking about print runs, you that was a kind of print-to-demand, wasn't it? So you got the pre-orders yeah. in, and then you printed yeah. it. So you've run out i'm guessing you've sold out of you or yeah so basically i got um, i don't mind telling people i got uh, 40 pre-orders right and that was enough for me to because i just wanted to make the book i love just to have that book finished and for people to enjoy my art yeah and then um because of the amount of order which i was really kind of more very happy with uh, i made like little pamphlets to go with it to kind of explain little bits of the story inside it um and I made a real hard decision by hard. I mean, difficult. I mean, hard as in like, I'm not faltering on this to be like, once I've printed it, I'm not printing the extras. I'm not going to knock this around the con circuit. It's basically you pre-order it and then you get it. And if you haven't pre-ordered it tough. Okay. And I had yeah. a few emails of people saying, Oh, I just realized you had a book. I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry, there's none. <laughs> you know, including my mum, actually. My mum was like, oh, can I have your new book? I was like, sorry, there's none. Oh. She's like, oh. She yeah, must have, have got on it earlier, shouldn't she? Well, it's her own fucking fault because she saw it on Instagram, <laughs> saw it was out there. She could have done the pre-order, but she didn't. So I'm not uh, a fucking charity, Tony. Exactly. You know? <laughs> uh, women. Anyway, that was Mom's... a joke, by the way, for those listening. Um, yeah. Good. Oh, <laughs> a well-timed joke there, Tony. Thank Great you. job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm very... It'll go on Comic House for sure. This That's is good, yeah. yeah. You're going to so say go on Comic or... oh, I don't know, man. I'm having my. I'm having moments with Comicsology where, it, like today, it said I had to renew my password and that was it. I just had a, a classic old man pissed off fit like at the computer every day. <laughs> that's something yeah, I, I have every day yeah why change my butt what's wrong with it it's like you need do to you do a new one why do you ever feel like we get um like the shit end of the comicsology stick because we're not in america like yeah. comic comic com, comicsology seems to work seamlessly like in the states yeah but whenever i like go on there it has to it directs me to about four different fucking little like just, websites i just talking about it, it makes me angry you know, like I now I, I want to read it on my iPad. I've got a few books and then it's like, oh, you need to do a new password. I'm like, do you know what? Fuck you. I'm not doing a new password. <laughs> They've got us Fuck by the off. balls, man. They've got us by the balls. They're the number one ah. digital market, let's face it. But yeah. yeah. Right. So moving on. Um, so Sorry. I think that's right. Last time we um, we chatted, Adam, we talked about Satan's Library, which has gone down a storm and got a lovely review on 11 o'clock comics again, I have to say. Um what um the other news for you at the moment is that jungle land's about to finish in the next issue of strangers fanzine is that right uh yes there's no uh, no no uh so I'm, I'm one behind so i think um strangers number five i'm gonna say is it number five okay which is the one that's about to go on five. sale is that right yeah, so yeah. That, uh, I think that comes out in the next uh, two weeks. I'm going to say, but it's before the end of the month. And that is part three of Jungle Land in it, and then it, it's how this is. It's been annoying this Stranger Zine thing because you guys have been putting pictures up and this comics there and blah blah blah, and the postage is crippling. Yeah, I did do it a bunch so at small. one go. So I bought they 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 put their work out. They put their publishing stuff out in waves. Right. And I bought a load of... I missed out on a couple of the ones I wanted, actually, because they all sell out really quickly, um, yeah. including Satan's Library, Adam. That sold out, what, in six hours or something, did it? Or Very good, oh, Adam, by the way. Six hours? Get out of it, Tony. It was five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> good it stuff, very man. Good. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Yeah, that's the problem. It's the States, isn't it? Because um, I yeah. want to read Adam's new comic, but it's inside this... You know this physical thing is stupid. <laughs> yeah, but well, I guess this is what we're going, we're going on to speak about. Yeah. Uh, I suppose. Yeah, this go on, is what we're about. Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, so issue five, of Strangers comes out end of this month. That is part three, and then part four is the last part. 
I guess that would come out in number six, which I'm going to say is maybe June or July. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, we're going to collect it. Me and Eddie at Strangers are going to collect it for the end of the year anyway. So, well, if you, oh, amazing. Yeah, that's great. I mean, we, we, we're coping chat like, to, I mean, Eddie is like the sweetest guy. He's been on ACP, actually. Go back and listen to it. But we do talk to him about when cons start up again where he takes our books and sells them in the States and um, distributes them to comic shops, we are thinking, Lee, why don't you send us stuff and we can sell them at our table at conventions? Oh, That's kind yeah. of... I think, I, think, I think he's kind of up for that, isn't he, Adam? I think he's mentioned he's agreed to that, isn't he? Yeah, he should, should be fine. I mean, I'd tell strangers. People need, people need, to, we need more stuff like that. They do. Could you not do, like, pre-orders? Like, if you put on your site... You remember, like, back in the day, you used to get those book clubs? Yeah. And, used to tick the boxes and say, I want this, 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 and you'd pay it, and then you'd, you'd turn up at your doorstep. Yeah. you got to do something like that, right? So you know that you're not going to be left with, like, you know, 50 books that people are just not interested in buying. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think they would be, but... Yeah, I mean, we'll hopefully work something out with him, because I think that and Bubbles are the two books that, really, you know, really need to be on this side of the... Uh this side of the world come the the end of lockdown and in comic shops and stuff. Yeah. I think people would buy, would, would buy them up, you know, and I think it's sort of, I think we need that return to the DIY aesthetic a little bit. I think we need to come back oh, to that grassroots man. stuff. Yeah. Do you know, I think I was talking to this with um, a few of my mates and I we were reminiscing about the small press scene. And I said, when I started doing this, I think it's been about six, six or seven years now. Yeah. It's blows my mind. But we used to, I used to make everything, you know, make all the little zines by hand. And Adam does it, did exactly the same sort of thing. And you'd go around the con and you'd pick a few bits of like a pound 50p or whatever that were like, you just like the art and the way it was made. And then you'd have a few more high end kind of books. Like, I mean, admittedly, my stuff now is quite high end because I get it printed big and, and, you know, lamb covered and all the rest of it. Yeah. But um, it's a real sad thing that there isn't all this kind of pound 50p kind of stapled together stories anymore because it is what kind of made you go to the comic convention and you'd have like 10 quid and you'd come away with like 10 trashy little kind of amazing small press comics whereas now like and like i say i'm a culprit 10 quid is almost buying you a book yeah i mean i want to return to i I think we need another black and white revolution i think we need another you know pre-image you know when the turtles came out and all that all those sort of books i think we just need that again i think we need like us at tribute and a few other publishers you know doing just genre you know just transgressive genre stuff and i think i think we really need need that and i think that's where we're sitting hopefully at the moment Um, yeah my next uh, comic that i'm doing is black and white Cool. I'm drawing at the moment the next Errol one. Yeah. Because I want to try and get the book in at about two quid. Okay. Copy. Yeah. Do you know what the problem is as well? Like you could go to like I'd I'd happily like go to a con and just have a table for, for like filled with like well a little one pound like printed comics, but you just people just walk by and you just look like an absolute prat while you did it. Because <laughs> you're, you're, you're the only one there that's not got like a nicely printed thing. Yeah. Embossed yeah. cover. Yeah. 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 It's interesting, isn't it? And when you it's watch... almost like that. It it sort of um, devalues, like like they they don't see it as like not very good. Yeah. Just it's sort of cheaply it's made, and... though, isn't it? Because you saw, did you guys watch the kayfabe Tim Vigil Batman bootleg? No, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Oh yeah. fuck yeah, me! It's the mo- It's the coolest thing. I love isn't his it? stuff. Just printed yeah. pages, and it's like half penciled, half inked, and it's got like Harlequin knobbing off. Um, the joker in it and things like that and you're just like i want this so bad but it's like the proper batman story is oh, it, cool, it was the best and it but you looked at you're like i would want that yeah printed out a copy of paper with a fucking staple in the corner and i'd give that man two pounds yeah because it was well, it's like josh bayer's josh bayer's rom as well is exactly the same in it that's yeah. the sort of stuff i just fucking love it it's so good yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's it. We're now buying stuff based on the quality of what it is rather than what the content is, you yeah. know. Yeah. I think I I have I have this chat occasionally with Sam at Nobrow is people often don't buy books to read them. People buy books because they think it's cool and they want to put them in their, you know, their East London pad, you know, mm. and their Manchester pad and they want to say, "Oh, look at the graphic novels I've got." Oh. Uh, and uh I don't think I think a lot of them don't even read them. 
I mean, no. I, I'm, I, I always think that Mouse is probably the most re- most bought, least read book out there. Because people think, oh, that's cool. What's, what's on the graphic novel list in The Guardian this week, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah, you're right. I think it's 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 a bit of a shame, really. But equally, I think that there's, there's always going to be a resurgence in what people are after and what they're searching for. And I think, you know, going back to the tribute patron and what you guys do, and that's why I kind of when you guys started doing started up a few years back, I thought it was really interesting because it was like, finally there's this kind of underground, you know, publisher that's going to come in and do things a bit, bit differently. Yeah. You know, or just two blokes sitting there drinking coffee and taking the piss out of everyone in an office. That's the other. Yeah. (laughs) You decide, you decide, decide. (laughs) choose your own adventure. The, uh... Yeah, like page 15 of Tony and I drink some more coffee. <laughs> Tries to chat up the receptionist again. Yeah, it's that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Over and over. It just keeps bringing you back to that one choice. <laughs> the fuck, they made me fucking comics yet. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> right, good. That's been constructive. So we have hopefully educated you a little bit about what we're doing, but also about the ideas that um, Patreon can take you and the, the ways that Kickstarter can take you and the ways that... Perhaps your comic-making um, ideas might take you post-lockdown. Lockdown yeah. for us has been productive, to say the least, I think. It's been probably the most productive I've been for a long time. Um, the So before we get on to giving out links and stuff like that, well, I just thought I'd mention to you guys to ask you what you're reading at the moment. So, Adam, what are you reading at the moment, dude? Oh, I received something that you didn't, oh, right. which made me laugh. So, um, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me let me get the fellow's name because I, you know, obviously I'm a, I'm a prepared guy. I've, I've made my well notes. Yeah, and I've got to quickly go onto Instagram and find him. <laughs> um, How did I not get like... this? I'm always on top of everything. Is this the stuff that um, I didn't manage to get to on the Strangers sale? That stuff? Uh, maybe. So this is uh, Rorg of the Blood Swamp. Yeah, I wanted this. By, yeah, by a gentleman called Pat Kane. Um, right. I don't know anything about Pat, um, but I think he might be uh, an animator. What was maybe. it called again? Rorg? It was called Rorg, R-O-R-G, I think, oh, of the Blood oh, Swamp. Oh. And it's a pretty cool... It's like it's a, it's a, it's basically a, sort of a Conan rip-off, but... Um, Great cover. It's, I'm good, yeah, the cover's pretty cool. Um, it's got some nice little... The, the embossed thing I was just slagging off mere minutes ago. <laughs> Uh, uh but yeah um it, it was uh it was good fun it was it was maybe it was kind of like i guess i'll maybe call it a little bit like an adult swim cartoon i guess okay nice maybe maybe a bit better yeah uh, the arts <laughs> the arts like animated in that way like i drew something the other day and i kind of i was a bit inspired by i've been using because um Perk Four is obviously black and white, yeah. so I've been using lots of ink, um, and because this was almost in like a, a style of say, because I, I guess he's a, got an animation background uh, that the the line work was very sort of light, and there was a it was there was a lot of leaning into color, which I thought was pretty good. Um, the story is quite cool. It's just that, and it's a nice little book. It's a, a square size. Um, maybe a little bigger than Ghost Commando, but square rather okay. than sort of digest. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. The other one um, I missed in that I clip, say, so was that is it? What's his name? Pierce Snargard, or what's that dude that we read on Instagram that you put me? Oh, the guy who does Nash. That's it. Yeah, is it the guy? He does sort of. It's like a noir detective thing. Everyone's got huge noses. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. I feel like his name. I'll go. I'm going to guess it. I'm not going to refer to Instagram. I'm going to guess that his name's like Johan Pedersen. Right. Um, uh, sorry. Sorry, Johan. I'm definitely not listening to this. Um, that looks good. Please but, write yeah, in, so Johan. Please write in. Yeah. <laughs> please be called Johan. Yeah. <laughs> it's not um, Johan. I'm willing to beg him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he does He does like a black and white no, uh, like noir book called Nash. Uh, and he is Scandinavian. I'm not going to even guess where, what country he's from. Yeah. But, That's kind, kind of cool um, stuff. That's like, 
he's another he's a machine isn't he, he does loads of stuff we we saw... i think he's on like volume 86 or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> i would definitely uh, want some of that but, yeah but that was the the one that strangers had was uh the first english um, oh right okay like version and i think he's still got some and i think it's probably cheaper to get it off him directly oh, i might go so... to him yeah because you're yeah i'll go to him then actually i might do that tonight good um what about you mr 4p what have you been reading well i've been reading a lot of ver- varieties of things yeah um and i what i've kind of delved into lately is kind of a few big two things that are probably most people hate i get slags off every time i mention i've been reading some of them because apparently they're <laughs> not the best ones but um i've spent my <laughs> reading Greer, first and last tribute book. yeah <laughs> saying that like batman shit x-men is shit like and i kind of thought to myself i'm being one of those wankers that have never read it and said it's shit right do you know okay. what i mean yeah I there's so you. many people that do that aren't they they go yeah i hate batman it's like have you read batman oh not no, superheroes like that yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah you can't comment if you haven't read it so i was like i need to read it and then i can shut my mouth or i can say i don't like it and i read this so i read uh the x-men dark phoenix saga yes the best ever fucking brilliant yeah i i was blown away i mean there's a lot of words in that for someone of my age to deal with (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah i mean that was weird with the hellfire club and then bondage club yeah yeah, it's fucking awesome. And I, I don't know if you knew this, you probably do, but uh, in Wickham, uh, the one of the guys he used to work with was Sir Edward Dashwood, and they got the Hellfire Caves here, and that's oh, no, where Hellfire that. Club, which is a sex club, used to meet down there. Oh, right, because so there's an episode there and... of The Avengers which features it as well, and um, Emma Peel is yeah. dressed up very like um, the sort of basky sort of costumes they wear in that Correct. Yeah. yeah so they used to wear masks down there and they used to like have huge orgies and get drunk back yeah. in like the 18th i don't know, maybe 18th century maybe longer than that it's like really well known around here that is a bit of a raunch club and the locals got so annoyed by what was going on there by all these kind of lords and ladies that um there's a a story that they sent a, a baboon dressed like a devil or something down there to scare them from right. doing what they're doing did it get, if you ever get, did it get you ever in the area go to the hellfire caves it's all written down so so that was good so i read that that was brilliant and then i read batman white knight with sean murphy who drew that good stuff i thought that was pretty good everyone said it was a bag of shit but i thought actually it was all right <laughs> i enjoyed the drawing which is why i'm here um <laughs> and a red black widow that was drawn by chris samney that's good which samney's always great was isn't he? actually pretty decent yeah, yeah. as well that was good um and then i just started reading weapon x uh um barry windsor smith isn't it yeah oh um, good stuff man fucking oh my god yeah good all the classics oh a load of the classics Absolute bone yeah, on yeah. that one nice. so good i mean wolverine's naked a lot in it yeah um but like the the one where he's got like the kind of robot head that he's got the the mechanical mask and all the kind of bits hanging off of him like every fucking page is just intense it's like how long did it take to draw this page yeah it's it's incredible it was one of those things where i was like fuck me i've been missing out on this shit because i was too snobby to like you know learn essentially so that's um, good stuff man good um can i yeah. can i just say i received today the um captain america kirby omnibus when he returned to captain america um that's the, with mad bomb and all that sort of bicentennial battles and yeah that's fucking brilliant and the kirby um i got the the new issue of back issue magazine which features um matt wagner and grendel and i also bought um the back issues of oh, I just had a, all my comics fell over. I just had I bought the back issue of um back first four back issues of Dollman. Dollman. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You a picture of this. Yeah. This looks brilliant. It's not that great inside. The covers are quite good, but mostly they involve the Dollman standing in women's cleavages and stuff like that, which is always a classic move I, to go to. <laughs> I was thinking about this a lot today, because oh. um, you mentioned. Can you think of some books? <laughs> standing in people's cleavages? Well, I mean, I think about that a lot anyway. But um, <laughs> uh, no, I was thinking when when you pick up a book, because obviously Tony, you're a writer, right. and we're artists. When I pick up a book, if the art's bad 
or like I think I spoke to you before as well about seeing uh, old comics printed on new paper, but and I don't like I don't like the look of it. But actually, all the books I've been buying have been done on kind of pulpy paper, and the colours work, and therefore, right. for some reason, I can now read it because I find it really enjoyable, and it's so visual for me. If I if I can't buy into the visual, I can't read it. Do you get over the visual of things because you're more engrossed in the story? Mm. I think it's horses for courses, I think. Mm. Sometimes I don't mind rougher visuals if the story is well-paced or maybe a bit more poetic or whatever. But um, there has to be the communication of some kind of story through the art to make the words work, I'm going to say. But it doesn't work the reverse, does it? You can actually have a comic that you can read without any words. Yeah, correct. Um, Like Jim Woodrig kind of Poochie Town stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. often before on a couple of the stories I've done recently, before they've been lettered, I've read them, and half of me thinks that if it works without the lettering, then mm-hmm. you kind of, you're kind of on a, on a winner. You can yeah. kind of figure it out from just looking at the art. I think that's that's promising. I think. Yeah. And then the lettering and the the words add to it. I suppose. But yeah. Mm. Okay. What do you think about that, Adam? Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess that's the um, the the trouble that art, uh, writers have, I guess, like if 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 they if their artist that they've got isn't any good or doesn't deliver, yeah, like no one's no one's buying that book, and it doesn't matter how yeah, good true. the story is, because you'll never know from picking it up. And especially if you work for a big company, you don't have the weight to say to you know Tom Brevoort, oh by the way, I want Chris Samney, and you just get yeah. whoever you're given, and that that artist changes every month and. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna affect the sales of the book, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, yeah and, aff- and affect your bottom thing. line. I think I've seen there's like a few kind of kind of eighties, seventies, eighties comics where I've kind of looked at and gone, you know, I bought one, started reading it, going, the writing's good, I'm really enjoying it, but the art's just shit. I'm just, it's not why I, I don't think the aesthetically it pleases me. I think there's a lot of Batman books like that that I've kind of bought one or two here and. I looked at it on Comicsology, like you know, you get the little see what's inside. Yeah. I've looked inside and gone, I can't read this because it looks shit. Like <laughs> I'm not on board with this artist at all. Um, but I think it's weird. Like you mentioned, I, I bought loads of Nexus comics after your NIA um, Never Run Anything pod that you with did. With Johnny Cannon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, that sounds interesting, and I bought old original prints, and they turned up, and they're fucking dope as fuck yeah rude but i think if that was printed properly like i would probably struggle because i'd be like the colors would be all wrong and it'd be my eyes would be going mad you know maybe that's just the, the artist designer in you where you're looking at going oh no 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 this is it's all wrong <laughs> this is all wrong good stuff guys funny how isn't it funny how like they never get like like i've never heard anyone say a good thing about marvel's recolored comics oh no exactly like yeah. literally people tear strips out of them like all the time they still <laughs> haven't got it yeah right <laughs> just like and you know what all these either, all these like... reprint the paper weighs so much you try and lift mm. a, um, a long box from full of comics from the early 80s compared to one now yeah it weighs a ton more yeah you know, you look at some of those vertigo trades that they were doing on more the, the more sort of newsprinty, pulpy paper. They don't weigh anything, and they're great. But everything's now a fucking it. epic collection that costs you thirty-two quid. I know, and the weird thing is, is the paper choices on some of it. You know, you get some of it. It's like, oh, we've printed the inside on with satin, and you're like, why have you done that for this book? It's like a dark care. It's book. Comics. It's a mass medium. You know, it's like it's people <sighs> should be buying. Yeah, anyway, that's a different podcast. Sorry, sorry, I've the, gone yeah. off piste. That's fine. Um, Shall I say something else that, that yes. for the second time that just makes the uh, the podcast go on, even though Tony's desperately trying to wrap this up? <laughs> go on, then. Go on. Oh, I've got nothing. Oh. It was just a joke. Oh. I didn't really add oh. anything. Oh, oh, Fuck me. Yeah. The, um, no, that's Coronado good. Street's on in the other room. I don't know if anyone's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone's watching that or keeping up with that. I haven't watched it since uh, that woman who used to live above the shop left it. What's, what was her name? Hayley. She was my favourite character. Hayley? Yeah. That was Rita? No, Hayley. She lived, used to live above the cafe, didn't she? With, who's the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know the one. She was my favourite character. Best character on television. <laughs> you can hear my <laughs> silence of, I do not watch Coronation Street. 
and her, and her name is partly the actress's name is Esmond as well, partly Esmond. But talk about this later, right? Okay. <laughs> so, um, Daryl, would you like to give us Hello. your links? Where can people find you? Where can they buy your books? You can try and buy books at 4p.co.uk f-o-r-p-e.co.uk and i'm on insta and twitter at mr forp m mr and f-o-r-p-e um if you message me on twitter i will always talk back to you so be careful (laughs) good mr falp where can we find you adamfalp.com or adamfalp on instagram I'm not really on Twitter. It's full of knobheads. You're never on Twitter. It's really sad. There's no one on Twitter yeah, anymore. I just seem yeah, to wander around on my own. Yeah. Instagram is just so much better. I left it. No, I, I left talk. Twitter because there's too many men on there. Yeah, you can find me at um, neverironanything.com. Um, please pay attention to at Tribute Press, the Twitter. It's the only place worth looking at on Twitter is the Twitter yeah. for um, our little company. And you, it'll be the one we'll be announcing the dropping of the patreon please get on board yes. it one pound 49 ain't too bad and you'll be getting some good story i've got to tell you if you've got a um kickstarter about to launch just don't forget to add tony on facebook yeah if, you, if you've got a kickstarter and um you you really want to promote it and just you know spread the love of your shitty kickstarter then please send me a friend request you know the place that i have you know pe- family members who live in other countries <laughs> and people that i've worked with you know, and actual friends of mine. But please, yeah, if just uh, send me a friend request on Facebook and I can help promote your shitty book. Yeah. Please Hello. also send me a friend request on Facebook as well so I can tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this may be the reason I'm figuring out that Adam isn't on Facebook. Oh, uh, yeah. Are you on, you are you on Facebook? I can't remember. Are you on Facebook? We're me. actually like... Hey? We are Facebook friends. Are we? I can't believe you. But um, just well, the difference is we actually know each other that in real life. Brutal. That's the difference, you know. Well, I think this this podcast is taking a bit of a turn now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking witch hunt. Just uh, yeah, just leaves a bad taste in the in the in the mouth or ears of the listener. <laughs> yeah. So if you've got a bad taste in your mouth, then you can go to at Tribute Press and then go to the Patreon and uh, pledge to our Patreon. You won't regret it. It's April 2nd. Did we say the date? Is it April 2nd? April 2nd. Yeah, yeah. Tribute Friday. Yeah. Good Friday. Um, yeah, so not only will you get five pages a week, you'll also be getting some extra material, which we've already started talking about at the end. Yeah. Um, you'll be getting that as well. Good. I love you. Um, you love them, don't you, as well? And uh, Yes. Adam's gone quiet. And uh, well, well, I was just thinking, I was having to think, do I love them? I don't know. I don't love anyone. Um, and um, you can join us now. we'll no doubt have one of these probably in about a month again tribute board meeting thanks for listening how exciting <laughs> toodle pips thanks everyone hey it's tribute press here thanks a lot <laughs> oh fuck you right, um... <laughs> I'm keeping this in this is staying in <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be enthusiastic. Don't fucking laugh. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Who made a weird laughing noise then? <laughs>